I wish you wouldn't do that. Do what? Well, you know perfectly well what I'm talking about. This is a normal household, and I'm trying to avoid witchcraft wherever and whenever possible. It's ridiculous, Samantha. You are what you are, and there's nothing you can do to change that. I'm not trying to change. I'm merely trying to adjust. He's trying to make you over. He's doing no such thing. Samantha, one of these days you'll see that I'm right. I detest sounding like one of those mothers who thinks they know it all. But unfortunately, I do. <laughs> Hi, this is Erin Murphy, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Her father, I understand, was a minister, and I understand that she, uh, she, she, it's not a stretch to say that she worshipped the ground he walked on, while, while her mother, her mother was a little more flamboyant, very much the way a lot of us think of Agnes Moorhead in terms of her uh, screen persona. Yeah, uh, her father was a um, old-fashioned Presbyterian uh, fundamentalist minister, and uh, from everything I heard or read about him or people told me about him, he was a great spellbinder. Um, he had this uh, magnificent voice, and uh, Agnes herself felt that it was only one step from the pulpit to the stage, and he he could have been, she felt, a, a great stage actor. And um, he just le left his... his um, congregation spellbound with uh, his uh, Sunday sermons. Um, he loved to quote Shakespeare, and when, um, when she was little, um, if she or her sister Margaret got into trouble, one of the punishments he would uh, uh, give them is to memorize a psalm, and she, said, she always said that's how she learned to memorize was because she had to memorize psalms as, as, a, as a punishment for being naughty as a little girl and then recite it back to her father. Her mother, Molly, uh, was her name. Well, Mary was her name, but everybody called her Molly. Uh, she was louder. She, was, uh, she had a flair for the dramatic. She was, uh, you know, she was uh, uh, a mortal version of Endora. Yeah. <laughs> Did she wear purple? Yeah. <laughs> and, and when she was older and living in Wisconsin, yeah. a small town in Wisconsin. Yeah, purple being uh, purple being uh, one of Agnes's uh, favorite colors in real life, folks. Yep. yep. And uh, she was. Everybody loved her, but she voiced her opinion. She was uh, a lady who had very strong opinions, was very outspoken and could be quite flamboyant. Well, both her parents could be flamboyant. Him on the on the pulpit, but off the pulpit, he really wasn't. Uh, um, and her mother just in life. Um, but she had a good, good relationship with both of them. But the father, there was just something very special. Whenever she spoke of, of him, it was in the, uh, always the very highest regard. And he was this great, great man, she would, would always say. And, and uh, she just felt, uh, she just loved him. Just hearing you talk about um, uh, what a charismatic figure um, Agnes's father was, Chuck, I I would imagine that whenever, because um, whenever whenever you watched Bewitched and whenever Endora showed up to screw you know to, to mess things up for people, uh, 
you know, she would whatever she would do an incantation she was always very dramatic and very deliberate and and i just listening to you talk about her father i would imagine in some respects she may have drawn some of you know drawn on some of what she learned from watching her father in action when she would you know zap darren on on, on, on bewitched i think so i think she did draw a lot of that from observing and she got a lot of uh, of this as a child i mean she grew up with such a vivid imagination. She loved to watch people and then mimic them. Um, I tell a story in the book that uh, that at the dinner table she and her sister would mimic uh, people in the go- congregation. Uh, her father would look at her with some uh, sense of amusement but didn't really uh, punish her for that. And she was very good at that. And um, she also liked to escape in to a, uh, a fantasy world where she would read books and then afterward uh, adapt some of the personalities of the characters she read about. And uh, that was really the beginning of, uh, of this great star, this great actress. You can now purchase t-shirts, mugs, caps, hoodies, wall clocks, and other gifts with the TV Confidential logo from the official TV Confidential merchandise shop. For more information, go to televisionconfidential.com forward slash merchandise or cafepress.com forward slash TV Confidential, cafepress.com forward slash TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at tvconfidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.